five reasons to make Playa del Carmen your first travel destination on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by ConvertKit, the ultimate list building, tagging, and segmentation tool. To find out how ConvertKit can change your business and double your profits, go to servedomaster.com backslash ConvertKit today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. When I was 29 years old, I was living in London working on my master's. And a bunch of my friends decided to go on spring break in Mexico. It was this crazy trip idea. I'd never really been on spring break during my college years. I only went to college for three years because I skipped a year. And I just wasn't the college frat spring break kind of guy. I'd never done any of that stuff. And they were like, let's go to Cancun. It'll be crazy. And I went with them. I went on spring break 11 years after everyone else goes. And... It was this crazy, wild adventure. We had all these fun times, just doing whatever we want. And we spent one day in this small city near Cancun called Playa del Carmen, and I simply fell in love with it. Cancun is like Disneyland for drunk college students. It really has this artificial feel like you're inside of a theme park. And that's great when you're 18. But as someone who's traveled the world a lot, I wanted something more. And we took a van one day to Playa del Carmen. It was amazing. It's this small town, this small city that's on the side of a lake, or maybe it's on the side of the ocean. I didn't really check to see how big the water was. We did go out on a boat one day there. But it's absolutely beautiful. It has much more of a European influence than a drunk American college student influence. It's one of those places that I just fell in love with in the course of a single day. There's a lot going on, and it's one of the places on my list of potentials to move to. When I was looking for a place to rest my head, Plato Carmen has always been on the list of places that I thought I might eventually live there forever. Now life has a way of taking us on unexpected directions, and I live on a tropical island in Asia, but Plato Carmen is still close to my heart, and there are five very good reasons you should consider moving to Playa del Carmen and making it your first foray into international travel. The first reason is really the high quality and prevalence of expat blogs and forums. There are some really good communities where you can find out exactly what the experience is like. It's not hard to research Playa del Carmen. Some locations are very difficult to find information on. There are no expat blogs about the island I live on. There is very little information and that's something that I really liked. It was very hard for me to find this location, which means it's not going to get crowded anytime too soon. I like that. But Playa del Carmen, you can see what expats are doing there, and it's a great place to start because it's close and it's very easy to dabble. Flying your whole family around the world is tough, but when you can get somewhere on a short flight or even by driving, it's not as difficult a challenge. Doing a month in Playa del Carmen is a great starter step to seeing if you really want to live remotely, if you really want to travel. So begin by reading expat blogs and their forums and their communities to see what people have to say about living there. What's so wonderful at Plato Carmen is it's remote, but it doesn't have the island effect. Where I live, there are 
no restaurants. I mean, there are a few hotels that have restaurants, but I would not call them a real restaurant. The quality of the food is not good enough to consider it like a really, like a real restaurant. No, no restaurant on this island is as good as the Cheesecake Factory, to give you an example. They're all okay. They can make a few okay things, but there's nothing here that I would leave my house to go to. And there are certainly no enclosed restaurants. Every restaurant's outside, so you better expect there's gonna be a mosquito party every single time. This island doesn't have that level of infrastructure yet. There's no grocery store here. There is no mall here. There's no movie theater. A lot of the infrastructure things that we come to demand because we're so used to them in America, you simply can't get here. Now for me, all of those things are fine. I don't need those things. There is a market, but it doesn't have things like a fresh produce section. It doesn't have any of the things you'd expect to find in a grocery store in America. So it's not a full grocery store, not by any sense of your imagination. It's only slightly larger than the market in a gas station. But when you're in Playa del Carmen, what's great is that you have easy access to all of those pieces of infrastructure because you're not on an island. You're very near major cities. There are malls, shopping options, tons of amazing restaurants. It has a lot of infrastructure buildup. It just doesn't have that pseudo theme park feel. It's a really nice combination. The first time you travel, you don't want to leave behind all the comforts of home. You don't want to go somewhere and discover there are no good mattresses, there's no toilet paper. There's things that you can run into in different locations that I've run into. Very nice as a first step along the path, and it's still a wonderful place. I mean, it's really wonderful, and I loved it there. But it's also not as tough as coming where I am. One of the struggles that we've had where I live is we have a queen-size bed, and the queen-size bed in this country is shorter than me. I'm five foot nine, and my feet don't fit on the bed. I have to sleep diagonally. So if you're any taller than me, imagine that nightmare. We just saw online for sale a California King mattress. Off-brand, they only had one and we ordered it immediately. We've been here a year and a half. It's the first time we've seen a large mattress for sale. It's that hard and it's so hard that we're really excited that we bought it right away and it's already taken off the website because we ordered the only one this company had. It's so easy wherever you live to go to the store and buy a full-size mattress, a king-size mattress in a second. But for us, it's a really big challenge. And if you're taller than me, this is not a great place to start. My neighbor is much taller than me, and he's sleeping on the same size mattress, and he has to sleep full diagonal. I don't even know how he does it. These are some of the challenges that you face when you go to another country that you don't expect to and you don't know how to deal with. So Play-Doh Carmen's really nice for not having to be too remote, but still getting a lot of that effect. You're in a tropical environment. The weather's amazing. It's really a slice of paradise. The cost of living is 90% lower than it is in America. I use this really cool website called Expatistan, and you can see where you live now and where you're thinking of moving to, and it will give you cost of living estimates. People who use that website log in all the time, and they write down the price of different things. How much is a gallon of milk? How much is a gallon of gasoline? How much is your internet? You can see what people are paying in real prices. Now, they say that their numbers right now are a big estimate because they only have about a thousand entries for the city. Some places, like Los Angeles, they have hundreds of thousands of people's numbers. They have all these numbers, all these statistics. But from my experience there as well, it's pretty, it's pretty inexpensive. The cost of living for a nice apartment and everything, according to a few of the expat blogs, is around $1,800 a month. And that's living nice. Compared to the cost of living most places, you can't really live nicely anywhere in America for $2,000 a month. Where can you rent 
that's really nice for under $500 a month, it's tough. Because as you go into neighborhoods where that's the price range, you start to have an increase, a commensurate increase in crime or other problems. I've lived in neighborhoods that were cheaper than that. And it's tough. I've had my apartment robbed quite a few times throughout my life. The cool thing about Plato Carmen is that it's very, very safe. So you don't have to worry about those things. You're living for less money, but your safety hasn't decreased. We hear all the time about going to Mexico and how dangerous it is. Even when I went, which was nearly 10 years ago, my family was worried that I was going to get beheaded because there, as there still is, there was a drug war going on in Mexico, but that has not hit Playa del Carmen. It's not on the border. It's not in one of those locations that's a big problem. And most of that stuff is uh, cartels fighting each other, not cartels attacking tourists. It's very safe in Playa del Carmen. You can walk around at night. It's very well lit. There's not many problems. And that's really something that makes it wonderful and that's different than many places, even where I live right now. It's not safe enough that I would let my girlfriend walk around at night by herself. We've lived in several places around the country and she's been chased at night. Fortunately, both times she escaped, but we know that it's not that level of safe for her. Even here where there's a very low level of crime, there just isn't enough lighting and the police system here isn't sophisticated enough. So there's all these things we look at in measurements. But at Playa del Carmen, they have a much stronger infrastructure it's a lot safer. The cost of internet for a good high-speed internet connection is about $25 a month. I, where I live now, pay $50 a month for each of my two connections. So I have two high-speed connections where I pay what most people in America pay for a single connection. It's very important when you're choosing a location that you understand their internet infrastructure. You do not want to move somewhere, pay rent a month or three months in advance, and discover that the internet is terrible and that you can't work. This happened to me when I moved to India. I spent three months in Goa, which is like this party beach, supposed to be paradise. I will never recommend that location or anywhere in India. The infrastructure, the technology, the food, everything there was really, really bad. It was very, very unsafe. Basically feels as safe as being inside of the yard at a maximum security prison. That was the experience I had in Goa and I would never recommend anyone go there. I know there are plenty of hippies who like to go there and you know, there's some people that go there and enjoy it, but from my experience, the internet was terrible. You couldn't even watch a video on YouTube. The internet was that bad. It reminded me of the internet that I had in 1993, back before even AOL was operating. So looking at the internet is very, very important and there are different websites that let you check internet speeds in different locations. But for $25 a month, you can get uh, 10 megabytes, a uh, 10 megabit speed, which is pretty good. That's pretty much in the range of what I experience from my internet here. So it's actually half the price of where I live. What's really great is that from Playa del Carmen, if it stinks, if you hate it, you can drive home. You're near the Cancun airport, which means there are multiple flights every single day. Where I live, I'm so remote that there are three flights a week from where I live to the nearest city. Now, it's the high season right now, which is when there are a lot of tourists here. That means there's two flights a day back and forth to this one city. That for us is a luxury as far as travel. So when you're looking at places, you want to see how easy it is to get there and how easy it is to leave if you need to. In the low season here, every other day, but no flights on weekends, only three flights a week, but during the high season, two flights a day. So I'm very aware of all the different travel options and the different ferries and boats. And the more you understand the travel infrastructure location, the better. Playa del Carmen, you're not on an island, so you can drive home. 
and you're near a major airport, so you can get anywhere in the world. And you're not just, <laughs> you don't just fly to one airport. You can fly to different locations in America, different locations around the world. Where I live, I can only fly from one, my airport to one other airport. It's very limited. When you're looking at a place to live and the decision to take more control of your destiny, it can be a little overwhelming at first. If I told you to immediately sell everything you own, jump on a plane to the island where I live, well, that's high risk. What if you hate it? What if you hate living in the tropics? What if you hate being warm all the time? I can't remember the last time I wasn't hot. I sweat every day here. Right now, it's sunrise, and I'm not sweating yet, but I'll be sweating within 20 minutes. As soon as the sun just cuts through these few clouds that are blocking the heat, it will get blazing here. You might hate that. You might discover that you hate humidity. I grew up in Los Angeles where it's very hot, but it's a dry heat. When I first experienced humidity, it blew my mind. I didn't even know something like that existed. Finding your first travel destination is very good financially. Getting to Playa del Carmen, you can drive there or you can fly there very cheaply. The cost of living is so low that the amount of money you save covers that cost of traveling there. Where I lived before, the cost of living in America is so much higher. So even if you are taking a pay cut, you can still often have a better life. You might be making $6,000 a month living in America, and then you're only making $2,000 a month when you move to Plato Carmen, but your life is actually better because the money goes further. These are the things to think about as you create your decision-making calculus, and there are gonna be more and more podcast episodes where I talk about some really great travel destinations and some of these other things, because this podcast is about more than just making money online and writing books. I, it's also a lot about travel and achieving your dreams and making all of those things you've always wanted to do actually become a reality. I'm very excited. And these are five of the best amazing reasons why you should consider moving to Lando Carmen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Serve No Master podcast. To find out how you can get a free copy of my new book, head over to servenomaster.com backslash podcasts right now.